found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Very foggy Wednesday morning, the 10th day of February. That uh, fog creating delays. I was going to do the list uh, before I went to break, thinking it was still at three. And then there, oh, gee. It's not. Yeah. It's not at three. It uh, certainly grew. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So we've got uh, quite a few schools with a two-hour delay this morning. Those uh, schools include Logansport, Lewis Cass, Pioneer, Caston, Rochester, McConaughey, Peru, Northwestern, Carroll, and North White. There you go. All those schools, two-hour delays. It is very foggy. I was shocked when I went out. Same. Yeah. I was expecting like, it. You know when it's foggy in town, it's yeah, foggy yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And that's the case this morning, for sure. I wasn't expecting fog. But yet here we are. Yeah. So as we um, get closer to Thanksgiving, we're only two weeks and a day away now. Mm-hmm. Lots of folks <clears throat> carved their Thanksgiving turkeys solo last year. And over half plan to do that again this holiday season. A survey of 2,000 Americans looked at how respondents' traditions and feelings about the holidays have changed during the pandemic. The results found 72% of those who celebrated alone last year thought the festivities were more stressful than in the past. You think it'd be great, okay? <laughs> right. We all know it. Now, you can sit out there listening this morning thinking you've got the perfect family. You've never. Now, come on. Okay. okay. Dale, you know better. You, you, you know do? better. And there's always something that goes amok. The worst thing of all is the expectations of the host family, you know, the, the preparer of the meal and the stress they endure all day. Yes. Yeah. And, and even the day prior and several days prior. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because there's cleaning. Yeah. There's. You know, a lot of times there's a minor renovations that have to be done, you know. So I can't believe that it's more stressful to be alone than to worry about Uncle Buck and some of the things he'll do. <laughs> so is that, is that what they're saying, that because they were alone, it was more stressful? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's just that, that you know, built-in idea that it I'm supposed to be with family, and I'm not, you know? No matter how much they drive me nuts, I'm supposed to be with them. That kind of thing. Yeah. I, maybe, Matt. I, it, um, it says the pandemic caused 60% of respondents to reevaluate the holidays. <laughs> we, need to, we need to reevaluate Thanksgiving. We need to really talk about this. What do we expect to happen moving forward? What do we think is going to happen in the future? What's going right? What's going wrong? I think every family should have had a meeting probably six months prior. Here's what's happening. Right. But it says 68% say the way they celebrate change forever, forever. When it comes to holiday foods, 44% of respondents said they cooked a holiday meal by themselves oh, no. for the first time last year, and 58% planned to do it again. More than half, 54%, said they ate different holiday foods than what they were used to last year. Those included pizza, <laughs> steak, pasta, 
and fast food. There you go. Fast food. Are they even open? I'm going to Popeye's. I'm getting <laughs> Christmas. I don't. <laughs> I, I would. I think some of them open later on Thanksgiving, okay. right? Maybe we're going to open at four, so our, just, our employees can enjoy their families. My, my past memories would pretty well recollect everything shut up, tight, boarded up. Nobody's around. Gee, I sure could use a soft drink. Ow. No. <laughs> but there are the gas stations that you got, you got that, quick you know, marts. Quick marts. Yep. I was looking yesterday. I can't figure out what happened to Quick Mart mm. or Right Christmas. Because mm. I've been playing the turkey tunes. Ah. And um, I can't find them. Those were the two Christmas. Was Quick Mart spelled with a K? I think so. Maybe a K, but I don't know. I, I okay. I'll have to reevaluate. I will have to reevaluate. I'll have to reevaluate the situation <laughs> and uh, make a plan moving forward as to how we'll address our two Christmas tunes, the missing Christmas songs. <laughs> so I mean, every I mean, I have I honestly I don't know what we're doing for Thanksgiving this year. You know, your situations. A different situation, which I haven't, I haven't spoken about right. on air, right? But it's, um, it's different. I, I may though. I may bring this to light, okay? Because you know, it's it's just a situation. It is a situation. Yeah. So it's you know, it's just. But you know, I really don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. I mean, I know we, what we normally do is just out the window. That's not going right, to happen, right? So that leaves us to do whatever. Yeah. We may go to your house. Set a new family tradition. We're going to Dale's. <laughs> Let's go with Uncle Dale up to the casino. Here we go. <laughs> All right, kids. I'm thankful for the chips. <laughs> here's, here's 10 bucks a piece, kids. Have at it. <laughs> uh, go get Uncle Dale an old-fashioned, would you? <laughs> sometimes i think uh, things like that uh, you know like your holiday you're uncertain right now sometimes i think it goes much smoother than you think i'm sure it will flying by the seat of your bridges right you know something may come up and you'll dang that was fun that right. was great that was, do this this yeah. is a new thing yeah so i guess you just never know and we're not opposed to that by yeah, any stretch yeah. you know but you know it's a uh, now, last year, did you do pretty much uh, even with the pandemic? Yeah, last year was pretty normal. Um, yeah, last year was pretty normal. Okay. I think. <laughs> it just seems like it's been forever. We've been in the pandemic. I, I remember we, we, we got together, but there were several, at one place, there were several, you know, we're not going to allow more than you eat with your family, you know, right. that sort of thing. And we'll have specific areas where you're going to be, you know, we'll try to stay apart from each other, that sort of deal. Stressful. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like you just, you, you try to, to, to walk that line of, of wanting to do the right thing and not, you know, because you, you have elderly people in the family, yeah. you know, you don't you want to take care of them. that was the thing that worried me most. Right. Being around older folks. Right. And I didn't want to. And so you got to walk that line of doing the right thing and 
still getting together. Right. And, so I guess we'll wait and see this year. You know what happens. And you know, if someone, if you're going to someone's house and they say this is what we're doing, then it's like, okay, that's what they're doing. You got to respect that. You know. When we come back after the break, okay. If you were looking to perhaps have a pot roast for your Thanksgiving, get ready to carry a very heavy wallet. Oh, jeez. Okay, we've got uh, beef prices, and we've got a story concerning that coming up. As we'll return with more tidbits, let's check news with Karen. This is Tidbits. By the way, uh, yesterday, if you were listening, you know that Betty Davis showed up bringing delicious uh, gifts to Matthew and myself. And I wanted to let her know that those are fantastic muffins, just fantastic. They are. And uh, boy, so I and I left mine to share with the rest of the staff because I'm generous like that. I took mine. Matthew took all his. (laughs) So last I checked, she brought them for me. So that was a, a delight. Yes. I've never had snickerdoodle muffins. And they're just so, I, you know, if you like snickerdoodles and you like a nice moist muffin, there you go. That there was go. a perfect combo. Not too sweet, yeah. not too. It was I mean, just, just good. wonderful. It's just really good. Beef prices are soaring as a labor crunch squeezes meat packers and supply chain issues add to freight costs. Things are just going to muck, aren't they? What we got to do, Dale? <laughs> Old man Matt showed up, folks. <laughs> this world's a mess, I tell you. So, with this says the class, the cost of filet mignon has risen from eight forty-two a pound to ten twenty-eight, while. Tenderloin has gone up by $4 a pound, and T-bone steaks have also increased by at least a dollar a pound. As prices soar, consumers are going for cheaper cuts. And Matt and I were discussing meat cuts. We're not sure. We should have taken FFA. Well, okay, so a we pot roast. Went, okay. A pot roast is, is made from a chuck roast. Okay. All right. Which is, where do they come from? What part? The, the, the Charles. It comes from the Charles part of the cow. We call it Chuck. Uh, sure. okay. <laughs> All right. So, because, you know, I've seen, I don't know. I've seen a cow laid out before and it's got these Right, and it has all the, the so, sections, yeah. yeah. And we should have studied that so we'd you, be you more educated. Have, you should have put your phone on D&D. Well, uh, yeah. Yes, I, I know that. I'm, the loyal I'm trying to be right patient. Now. I'm being patient. There we go. So anyway, they're going for cheaper cuts. Okay. Now, I see stuff in the store. I've never, you know, I don't know what they are. Okay, the the lower neck and upper shoulder of the cow is the chuck roast. Okay. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) So would that be considered a cheaper cut? I would chuck. It's it's pretty big, right? Yeah, chuck roast is... Generally, what you you know you add your potatoes and carrots and because well, we were kind of confused because the story's headline, a pot roast could set you back a hundred bucks. <laughs> and I'm thinking, good grief! Right? 
And then it didn't talk about that at all. And then it talks immediately about filet mignon. <laughs> like, what kind of like pot roast are you making? <laughs> we gather around, lovey. We have our pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> well, hamburger is pretty expensive, you know? Yeah. I mean, you just, uh, I don't know. Things are just getting out of hand. That's why I should have bought meat from the meat wagon when they were here. I should have. You know, should have got a Karen deal. Karen got a deal. She did get a deal. But I was scared. You and I are always scared to ask for deals. We feel like we're not worthy. (laughs) Other people, hey, what can you give me? (laughs) You know who I am. Matt and I stared at our feet, kicked the gravel. We'll just sit over here. It's fine. We're just not uh, we're, we're just not go getters. Well, when it comes to that. I already I had I had already stocked up the freezer, so I wasn't. <laughs> okay, not, I, right. I don't really need it. Okay. Now this, uh, of course, if you're going to the store, you may, you know, it's really going to be sad if people start charging their groceries because yeah. they, you know they're short on cash or yeah. American households are carrying record amounts of debt as home and auto prices surge. Between July and September, U.S. household debt climbed to a new record of $15.24 trillion. Wow. That's an increase of $286 billion from the second quarter. Credit card balances rose by $17 billion, but they're still $123 billion lower than at the end of 2019 before the pandemic. Mm. Mortgages, which are the largest component of household debt, rose by $230 billion last quarter. Total $10.67 trillion. Does that tie into the housing boom that's been gotta going be. on? It's I mean, got to be. has to be, right? Right now, if you're selling a home, man, you're, you're yeah. selling it at the perfect time. Yes, you are. If you're looking to buy, it's going to be tough. Well, just don't expect any wiggle room on the yeah, price. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, don't treat trying to buy your home like you're at a yard sale. Yeah. Well, I know you want two hundred and twenty thousand. Will you take? Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you seventy. <laughs> hundred and seven. Nope, seventy. <laughs> Get out. So don't try that. It says average credit card debt for per person from twenty five to forty years of age owe an average of eighty seven thousand four hundred forty eight dollars in debt. Millennials do. Experian analyzed its database of credit report info to measure the average credit card debt, student loan, auto loan, personal loan debt that the millennials hold. Here's a look at each. Average credit card debt at just over 4300 mm. Student loan debt, 38877 Auto loan debt, grand, And personal loans at over 12300 Wow. That's just a lot of debt. And that's for millennials. Yeah. Okay. The uh, generation had the second highest debt growth of any. 25 to 40, they owe an average of that much? Yes. Missed that part. Wow. They trail only young Gen Zers whose debt growth seemed to track with age. Millennials' average debt grew 11.5% between 2019 and 2020, while Gen Zs grew 67.2%. We're getting in debt, Matt. Yes, we Christmas are. is upon us. People always go overboard with Christmas. Next thing you know, you've got credit card debt. 
Now they're talking to <clears throat> We kind of switched how we do things yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. So as the year goes on, we sock money into a separate area, and we yeah. say this is our budget for Christmas. And we actually upped it. And so we're like, this is where see, we go. See, so you, you've got a superior bank handler there at the I've, house. Oh, you know, you just yeah, do. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, if it weren't for her. If it were up to me, man, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be bad. But uh, so when it, when it comes time, we have this money set aside that's already budgeted, earmarked, it's ready to go. And you're not digging around, how are we going to do this, right. that kind of stuff. Right. That's just excellent financing. It is. That's all her. I, mean, I know. That's, that's I, all her. I, 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 that's just an excellent way to do it. Yeah. Now, if you get ready to go out and shop with your stashed away nuts, a shortage of snowplow drivers in several states may cause school delays and road closures. School delays and road closures. Road closures. We can't clear the snow. It's supposed to be a bitter winter, remember? <laughs> we have them anyway. We have delays every year. Okay? Yeah. And I don't know. Is this really? I think Jeff Smith could, could speak to this more than, yeah. than this story. I mean, locally, because I think, you know, and he may be down a few drivers. I don't know, but it's not going to be crippling that the guys won't be out, you know, getting snow right. plowed if they need be. And, uh, you know, I think they recently get hired another yeah. couple of fellas. So, you know, I mean, right. again, it's like any other job right now. It's hard to keep people. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe, you know, people, I saw Indianapolis a week or two ago on TV news was talking about uh, how much a snowplow driver paid down there. It's just, you start thinking, well, how much experience do these guys have? (laughs) You know? Right. Because, you know, when the snow's out there, I don't, yeah, you've got to be a really good plow driver to know where you're supposed to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of times you can't tell. You can't tell anything, yeah. So, good luck to our snowplow drivers. And we probably have some guys out there hoping that we get some measurable snowfall so they can make a buck doing parking lot plows. Sure. Yeah. And this, um, an Apple One computer from 1976 is up for auction, and it's expected to go for about $600,000. 600000 Wow. The computer, which was designed by Steve Wozniak and assembled and tested by Steve Jobs, had two previous owners before going on the auction block in California. Only 200 Apple I computers were ever made by Jobs and Wozniak, and back in 2013, a working Apple One sold for 671000 at auction in Germany. Hmm. So is this one not working? I don't know. Hmm. I I don't remember ever seeing that. You know, I mean, that was just uh, how much were they back then? It had to, <laughs> had to you be. know, you bought a calculator in the uh, yeah. late 60s. And it cost a lot of money to get a calculator. It did. It was then a, years later, banks give them away. It was a major purchase. <laughs> It's like they go from, you know, paying 100 plus for a calculator to, here, thanks for opening the account. <laughs> here you go. It's solar powered. Look at that. Cool. Technology just grows yeah. so quickly. Yeah. So I don't. Do you still have any, like, old computer games? or? 
Um, that's a good question. I'm sure we do. I, we probably have a couple laptops that you don't want to throw away right away. Yeah. And so we're like, we'll put them in here. And then they just sit there for ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who knows? Could be a fortune laying there mm. eventually. Oh, this Dell from 20, 2008. <laughs> Went to auction. <laughs> what do people, are you supposed to take them to a recycling area if you get rid of a computer? Um, yeah, I think you're supposed to I could drill a hole through the hard drive. No kidding. So no one can see. I don't, I don't know the rules. Yeah. Cause even, even if you erase a hard drive, there's still ways to like, you know, farm information off of it. You're mm. supposed to drill a hole in it, I guess. Mm. So I'm learning something new. Yeah. I just gained a wrinkle. Can, yeah, you can. I mean, if you want to be super safe, that's what you do. But, yeah, you're supposed to recycle those. Okay. Don't just throw them in your, your trash. It's like batteries, you yeah. know? Yeah. And and light bulbs and, and various things that you should be taking to the recycling facility, yeah. you know? So, anyway, uh, expensive computer there. No need to worry about that hard drive. <laughs> wonder what those guys were doing back in 76. You know, like with the computer, they, you know, it's like, you know, man, man this is groovy. Okay. With... Uh, I got thin Lizzie playing in the background. <laughs> this is just amazing. man. <laughs> they may have created the first rendition of Pong on that computer. Well, that was a big game back in the day. Pong. I have no idea. I have no idea what Apple one computer even did. I would imagine it did some some like word documents, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just remember some of our first computers <laughs> here, and it was like, you know, yeah, just the uh, the dial up mode. Yep, you know, <laughs> it was so slow. I remember when we first got here, and we we only had dial up, but it was only in like one office, <laughs> and we had to run a telephone line like. 100 feet of telephone down the hallway around a corner you know don't step on it <laughs> boy we've come a long way you know we had with the one computer that had inter- internet access yeah. that, that we could use because it could all give out the email out the, people email you on your show <laughs> oh times have certainly changed yep well, it's six fifty-one, Matt. We got to get out of here. Oh, we sure do. All right, I'll uh, see you tomorrow. All right, see you. Okay, buddy. see ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.